relationships I go through And I give it all away Just so I could say that But I know, I know, I know, I know That you're gonna be oh. okay Hi everybody, we are back Hey, took a minute off Um, you know After a seven freaking hour Wrestlemania show And then a three hour Raw the next night I don't possibly know how I could have podcasted I was... My brain fried on so much wrestling last week. So, anyway, we're back. It's just another White Guys podcast. I am your host, the sexy, debonair, loquacious. What does loquacious mean? Do you mean Is that loquacious? Even a way? Loquacious? I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I was. I'm not positive. So, anyway. I could look it up, but it's a lot of work. That's Nikki. She's back Hi. on the show. Everyone's excited, I'm sure. Hello, everybody. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Dustin P. Welcome back to Just Another White Guys podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's an honor. Thanks for pinch hitting one more time. (laughs) In fairness, I will say, you're not always the backup. I mean, you are usually the backup. (laughs) I planned... See, you've been sick for like two weeks now. Yeah. With your whiskey and... And it still is not with, really... With your whiskey and heater voice. It's pretty hot. You should hear me hack. I mean... I, I'm sure it's going to be great after an hour. It's going to be amazing. talking. Um, so anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. Why, thank you. We're so excited. <laughs> I've suddenly forgotten how to talk into a microphone. It's so good. Hey, buddy. Buster is not excited about this podcast happening. He doesn't. He really wants just to have all the attention on him. But we have important things to discuss. We do. Like, today is one of the best days of the year. It is. Playoff hockey is here. Yeah. It sucks they don't use that song anymore. I really wish they would get rid of the Prince song. They probably will next year. It was it was good. Like I think it, I really think they should have just went with that for the playoff run and then went back to the old song. And I think that was the original plan, but they gave it like a vote, and people are all like, "Oh, we like Prince. He's dead, and we just want to remember him." Mm. It just doesn't pump me up. Yeah. Or here's the thing. This is where I plan to start this conversation, but I think they do it for the first goal of the game. And then yeah. after that, like any other goals, then just play the regular goal song. What I liked is when they did it, when they accidentally did both of them on mistake, by mistake. Right. Where they started with the oh, oh, oh song and then they transition into Let's Go yeah. Crazy. Why not do that? Because everybody's used to the sing-along song. Yeah. So do that and then kick into Let's Go Crazy. Like um, I think that's cooler. But what do I know? We're not hockey ops people. And we're not season ticket holders, so we don't get a vote. I don't give two craps about what we have to say. Nope. Anyway, um, yeah, playoff hockey. What's what's amazing is this, I didn't realize it until I just started thinking about, this is really like my favorite two weeks of the year. Yeah. Because we had WrestleMania, and then we had the Masters, and now playoff hockey starts. So like, I'm basically in my sports geek nerd mm. glory. It is, as the song says, glorious. <laughs> I'll give in. I'll give in. That's right. <laughs> I have gotten. I have. I've made Nikki listen to Bobby Roode's entrance theme, like far more times than anyone really should listen to. Well, it. and really, it's like everything. It should be because it's catchy. Yep. It's super repetitive. Yep. And there's only like 10 words to it. So yep. like it's really hard to not yep. catch it after like actually even just listening through it once because they repeat it so many yeah. freaking yeah, times. Yeah, I mean, you basically you I, know be, right I feel after. like I listened to the song about 20 times just in one listen. I I always mess up when it's um cuz it's I will I won't give in, I won't give in until I'm victorious. I will defend, defend. I will defend, defend. until no, I'm I, and I'll do what I must. Yeah, yeah, that part always trips me up. I can't Dude, even do it Dude, you're the now. wrestling fan, and I know the freaking words. I, I know the word, but I'm not. I, it's a hard. It's a, to get back to it when to say it out loud. It's just tough for me. I'm not as good with my mouth as you are. <laughs> you're classically trained in oral communication. Uh huh. A U 
R-A-L. No, that's only... R-A-L is related to your ear, dum-dum. <laughs> quit trying... Quit pulling a Sal Governal and trying to be smart. <laughs> uh, I'm Sal Governal. <laughs> Speaking that's, of which... That's going to be funny for like the four people that care about Howard Stern. Remind me later when we get to something we're going to talk about later to go back to Sal. Don't let me... Okay. Yeah, it'll it'll make sense. Am I gonna know when to bring that up? No, but I'll I'll remember. Okay. So I just asked you to remind me of something that <laughs> I'm going to remember. We both know that. that's probably not true. But I'm glad you brought. You know what's gonna happen is I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna close out the show. I'll be like, and be like, dang it, and be like, thanks for listening. Click, and we'll be like, oh, we did such an amazing show. It was the best one we've ever done. And then you're gonna be like. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about Sal. Well, it's not the best one we've ever done because you have all fumble mouth over there. So, whoa, it's <laughs> we're five we're five minutes in. I can pull it out. I don't know. We'll have to see. We're not getting off to a strong I start. Said something super inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it clean over anyway, there, Jones. It's a family right, show. Let's, let's try to not work. Not blue. so much. Let's really, not, let's not work blue. <laughs> I mean, if we could keep this cleaner than the conversations, the things that you say to your mother, I feel like we could yeah, be in good shape. I don't understand why mom, my mom gets so uptight about F-bombs on the podcast. It's way worse. I say way worse things to her on the phone than There's I say on the There's nothing you say on this podcast that is worse than what you say to your mom when you talk on the phone to her. <laughs> nothing. It's not true. Well, I've said some pretty terrible things on this podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, all right. Well, anywho, after all that, Anywho's. after all that fun talk, let's keep it light. All right. The national embarrassment that continues to be our president of the. Oh, United we are going to start here, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All why right. not? Who cares? Hey, um, if you don't want to hear about Trump, I would say maybe fast forward like ten minutes at the most. <laughs> We're probably not going to talk about it that long. I just, <sighs> I've, I've, I've tried to keep all of my Trump in this to uh twitter um not bringing it on facebook because what was the um <laughs> if if anyone didn't see the skit on saturday night live so good with scott thank you for changing our minds with that facebook post it was like one of the best things that they've ever done yeah and i don't think it's gotten much play because so much stupid shit has happened in the last four days yeah since like then. it's just been swallowed up Oh, I'm just was gonna, that a... I'm just going to leave that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> everything, I'm just... Everything. Get it, class it up I over can't. there, Jones. I'm trying. <clears throat> um, so, it's been an eventful few days for the it Trump has. administration. It has. And, I mean, um, in, in an eventful... Well, how many days has he been in? Like 80-something days? Well, he tried to say it was 13 weeks the other day, and it's only been 11. I think we're on to 12 maybe now. So that makes me have to do math. So 12 times 7. <laughs> Carry the 1. <laughs> Hashtag buoy math. That's 84, right? Yeah, something like that. All right. <clears throat> I so, am going to school to be an accountant, accountant, by the way. Just FYI. That's what you have calculators for. <laughs> it's spreadsheets. Um, God, this is just not going well. Um, Why? What? I don't really know what I want to say because all I want to do is just yell and scream and be I like, "Well, I have Fuck some things guy. to say." So if you want to shut up, I can talk so let's, for a little um, bit. Let's tee it up. Okay. Um, so the first thing I saw um, the other night was that we had bombed Syria. Yeah. And my first reaction was, "Good, fuck those guys." And then I realized. <laughs> and then you learned a little bit more about what then, we actually and did. And then I found out what actually happened, and I was like, "Oh, see, we're what had happened was." Oh, Jesus. It literally... It, it literally was like... It was completely worthless. <sighs> Wasteful. I'm so... But they were beautiful bombs, <laughs> according to Brian Jesus. Williams. The amount of... <laughs> what a dumbass. <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised if Brian Williams was touching himself underneath <laughs> the desk. If as you haven't seen it, if, As he it's described amazing. these pictures... And we watched... We were we actually were watching when he did that because that was right as those as they were showing um, that footage. Yeah, we we watched that whole thing that ended up getting played on was that on John uh, John Oliver? Oliver? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So as it was happening live, I was like, 
this feels kind of uncomfortable. Felt a little rapey. And it's like, <laughs> it's like Brian Williams is touching his nipples while he's talking about missiles and these beautiful pictures. very excited about the missiles like, going off. I realize the missiles are phallic, but I mean, come on now. Yeah. And I, I said to you, I was like, do, how long, like, are they showing all 59 missiles being shot Yeah, because it was like... like can just continued. Yeah, continuous, just over and over and over again. Well, you know, Trump likes a a media event, so right. <clears throat> so the if you dig into it a little bit, and then you the next. So the first the first night story is that oh look he's it's this presidential moment he's made a decisive decision and we've taken action and a decisive you know, decision. <laughs> a deci- I thought I said didn't I say decisive action? No, decisive decision, but decisive that, action. That's is that what I said. No, you said decisive. Podcast is over. Always I'm sorry. I was up. making fun of always you. Be, I'll, I'll, you just always protect stop the it. Keep, keep talking. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make fun of you. So, Not making you self-conscious. I'm sorry. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I have no, a nervous breakdown. I'm just no good, okay? <laughs> My love, you are wonderful. Everyone hates me. I'm no good at the podcast. I don't hate you, Jones. Buster doesn't hate you. I'm so not good at podcasting anymore. <laughs> anyway, so this is just, that's not really the tone for, for a, a serious talk about children yeah. dying from chemical weapons. Yeah. Because um, that shit was real disturbing. Yeah, it was um, terrible. And so I was like, okay, awesome. We're going to do something about it. Assad is a really, really terrible person. And then you find out. Oh, hey, we alerted people to clear out and not only did we spend all this money on with these missiles, but then it turns out that we didn't really even stop that base from being operational. No, like they used it like within hours. Literally, literally the next morning they started flying sorties off of that base. Yeah. Look at me with my military talk. Look at you. I don't even sorties. know what their sortie is, but good for you. Look it up. All right. I don't really care that much. Google machine. I don't know. (laughs) Sorry, were you wanting to laugh on that? (laughs) I mean, I was hoping. I mean, Google Machine isn't really like a. I feel like that was a laugh 10 years ago. It was more the way I said it. Oh. I thought it was. Okay. A little chuckle worthy. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, yeah, that just. And so it seems like maybe now it was because Ivanka was sad. He decided to blow some, some things up. Um. It really just feels like a really expensive way to try to change the subject for a minute. So I have a theory. Okay. And it's, it's been building today. <clears throat> so Rex Tillerson, Tillerson is over in Russia right now and met with a top. He met with Putin, I believe, and he met with like a top minister, like his counterpart in Russia. And there was a, a um, press conference where he talked about how like the... Um, I don't remember exactly his wording, but basically like the relationship between the U S and Russia is very tense right now. And it's about as poor as it can be, which is interesting because, uh, in November she was pretty tight (laughs) even like two months ago. So it's, it's ponderous. Buster, stop raping the cat. We're getting podcast rape going I, on. I here. feel like a little bit violated inter, by inter, what's happening. Interspecies uh, podcast rape. Bonser's kicking his ass. Like, Ugh. look at that. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay, anyway. But so I have a theory. So they bombed in Syria. It, so Russia does not does not agree that Assad was who released the chemical weapons. They don't they don't agree that that's really who who did the attack. But so we did this. So we then bombed Syria over a nothing target that did nothing, made no real impact. There hasn't been any conversation of what that was supposed to mean. Like, so we bombed. What does that mean? Like, is that a little slap on the wrist? Is that a, if you do it again, we're going to hit you harder? Like, there's no follow up to what that is. And then Rex Tillerson, seriously, class it up. No, I'm laughing at the track meet that sounds like. Oh, it's I know, in I here. know. I, whatever, I just tuned in it out. Sorry if it's annoying to everybody else. And then Bonzer's in the mo- noisiest pe- cat toy in the whole house. Anyway, okay. So, anywho, um, so Rex Tillerson then goes over to Russia and he has this press conference where he says that thing, t- 
there's lots of tension in from the Russian and U.S. government and that it is not a sustainable it's not sustainable for the two countries, the two um, most powerful nuclear powers in the world to have this kind of tension between them. Like, is it me or is this all a work? Am I that jaded? Am I that cynical that like it all seems to me to flow together? Because we didn't really do anything of significance in Syria, but it was then a touch point to have conflict between Russia and us. Like, and Trump is getting tons of shit because his whole campaign and him are under investigation for possibly having way too close of ties and links to Russia and Russia interfered with our election, whatever. So to me, it seems like it's all just another game of smoke and mirrors. I could totally be wrong, and I hope that I'm not like, I just feel like everything that happens that's chaotic and crazy and whatever, including Spicer's ridiculously idiotic thing that he said, like, all of those things seem like they're just smoke to cover what's really going on. Yeah, I'm, I don't think that you're jaded at all. I think it's 100% a misdirection play. Yeah. It is... I just hey, don't believe we, don't, we we can't have this conversation. We need to change the course of the conversation. Yeah. We need to change the narrative to what we want it to be. And this isn't all Trump supporters, but there's going to be a lot of Trump supporters that are like, yeah, we bombed some shit. Yeah, let's get behind our president. Well, but I don't know because one of the things he had promised is that he would not be involved in Syria because yeah, we were attacked. Still, but still, once the little sparklies start on the TV show, but that everyone, a lot of conservatives are pissed that he bombed yeah. because it it's not like one of the things they were counting on him for was to not involve us in conflicts that we don't have a vested interest in. Yeah, well, I don't ever believe anyone that says. Yeah, I know. I, I when have we not put ourselves in the middle of some sort of conflict? It's right. basically what we've done the entire time that we've existed is at we average like a major conflict we've we've existed as a country for like 250 years or something right yeah 240 yeah we we average like a major war like every 20 years right and considering that we've basically been engaged in a war for 16 years can i just tell you like this is a little it, side it, it note on that. The, it, it continues to keep that average up. Yeah. So just a little side note on that. Like, isn't it weird? Like, I remember watching movies and like hearing it, like about actually even talking to Laura's grandma. So our friend Laura graduated from college a couple years ago. We were having a conversation with her grandma, um, who was a young young married woman when World War II was going on, and you couldn't buy a car during World War II because all the steel was going toward for airplanes right. and weapons and whatever. And they were on a waiting list to buy a car when the, when the war was over. I haven't had to give up anything. No. We've been in a war for 13 years, 14 years. Well, since what? When? Uh, 2001. 16 years. So. Yeah. I haven't had to give up a thing. A vast majority of Americans are never asked to sacrifice anything. And so, like, really, beyond the military families who are putting their exactly. sons and daughters in danger, like, they're the only ones that are sacrificing. Like, I haven't, it hasn't changed anything about how American yeah. life happens. And so, like, like, to me, that's so surreal. And it shows how war has changed because it's not a, it's not a countrywide effort anymore. It's a military and then private military organization effort. Like, that's what war is now, at least in the U.S., but in any case, that's a whole another little side note thing. But um, so what I wanted to talk to you about. So I don't know if we were going, if you're going here. But so Sean, Sean Spicer said his. Ridic- yeah, let's get it out of the way because we're already talking about this longer than I, I know. To. Okay, so Sean Spicer, if you didn't watch it, it's entertaining to watch just because of the collective gasp from the, <coughs> excuse me, from the the press room as he says, you know that um, Hitler even. Like Assad is so so bad that even Hitler, he's worse than Hitler even because even Hitler didn't use chemical weapons on his, on his citizens, and the whole place goes, uh, hello, <laughs> and he's like, 
oh, no, 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 of course I meant, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then he says something about, you know, of course, uh, you know, they were sent to Holocaust centers. I don't know what the hell a Holocaust center is. <laughs> it's amazing. But so anyway, so he says a bunch of dumb stuff, gets out of there. And then I think later that day goes in, it goes to CNN and Wolf Blitzer just lights them up. And so they were playing a little bit of on the Stern show this morning. Yeah. And I'm guessing this is why they played it because it was a tie-in. So if you're not a Stern fan, it's a, fine, whatever. But you should find the Sal Governal apology for to HR when he made a racist comment about Miss Howard Stern because it's a friggin' awesome. But so he said something real dumb, shockingly, and uh, and they they played a gag on him and basically told like made him think he was going to be fired if he didn't record an apology um, to all black people for the racist thing that he said and. He's just dumb. Like, I don't even know if he's racist or not. He's just stupid. No, he's racist. I mean, he's racist, he's but he's racist just simple. He's real dumb. Yeah. But so anyway. It's a it's a real beautiful combination. It's 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 awesome. But so like it starts and he's it's like. how we ended up I mean, he's, as president. Right. So. But he's, he's like a guy who takes his penis out all the time. Like, I mean, he does like a bunch Wait, of gay whoa, stuff whoa, with other whoa, people. Whoa. I thought we were supposed to be keeping this clean. Yeah. Well, what, well, I said penis instead of some other word I could have oh. used for it. But so, like, he does gay stuff with this other guy, Richard, all the time. Like, it's, and they're all bits for the show, whatever. Awesome. Yeah. But so, like, that's this guy. So then in the recording, he's like, hi, I'm Sal Governell. And yesterday on the wrap-up show, I made a racist comment, and I wish to apologize. So he has, like, this radio voice he goes into. So I swear to God, like, if you listen to Sean Spicer getting railed, by Wolf Blitzer, it is his "Hi, I'm Sal Governal" moment. Like, it hi, is I'm perfect. Sean Spencer. And can I just say, I don't ever want to see Wolf Blitzer rail Sean Spicer <laughs> ever in my entire life. <sighs> I don't want to see Wolf Blitzer rail anything. Oh my I? gosh, it's so good. So for those of you who are Stern fans and know the the bit, oh my gosh, it's it's like it's Stern show in real life. <laughs> That's so, what it is. I. I don't really know what I have to add at this point. It's, it's just, it literally has become a circus sideshow, mm-hmm. and it's very disconcerting and it's very frustrating. And don't you think it's all just like let's make it as chaotic and crazy as possible, yeah. so then people are going to check out because who can keep up yep. and who can really dig in to find out what's going on underneath things? And so, like, to me, it's all it's so intentional and so blatantly intentional because. I just can't believe that, like, I don't believe that Trump is that successful of a businessman. I mean, he's made a lot of money for himself as a pitch man and whatever, but, like, in his business ventures, he has been not as successful as he portrays himself to be. But I just can't believe that a man can attain the levels that he's attained and be this much, like, I I just can't, I can't believe that that can exist in the same person. Yeah. Like to me, it's it's got to be intentional. Like it, it's it's his character and it's part, and he's carried that character with him. He's bought into it fully and has carried it with him into the White House. So basically we are, what did we decide it was? 84 days, 72, yeah. whatever. Whatever the, buoy, the one. whatever the buoy math was, nine. <laughs> whatever we decided, it's it just continues to be a clown show and it's going to be the way it is and... It's just, it's just going to be a continued cycle because they're going to say something dumb. The media is going to cover it. They're going to get all in the tizzy. They're going to then dissect the reason why they're getting into everything. And then they're going to say something else dumb. And it's just the way it's going to be. That's yep. welcome to <laughs> this is the new American life. Yeah. So that's it. No more politics. We're done with that. Um, <laughs> It went uh, oh, twice as long as I said it was going to. They go 20 minutes? We're at 24 minutes. Oh, dang. So, yeah. Well, I mean, in fairness, half of that was me making fun of you. Well, you know, <laughs> that's basically, that's my American That's life. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I get made fun of way more than you, sir. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, as usual, um, I did post a, a request for questions on the old Facebook, and... Um, this ties into it a little bit, and we're going to get back to more questions here in a minute. But um, 
Rod Stark asks, do you think the word retarded will ever become socially acceptable again if only to describe Sean Spicer? <laughs> I think he's just being funny. Um, I really hope that word doesn't come back. In, I feel in, like it's a disservice to people who would be classified as retarded. Yeah, because I don't... He's He doesn't have a mental deficit. He just is real, real, real. No, I think he has a mental deficit. Not, I mean, I don't know. He, he's not so much good at the talking. Yeah. Anyway. And he's the spokesman for our So, no. Fuck that guy. Fuck all of them. We're all ruined. <laughs> it's, all, it's all one big... The, national, the international embarrassment continues. So, we don't even need to talk about the fact that... I don't know, whatever. Moving on. Let's get into let's get in let's get into the fun talk. So um it is as we are recording this at this moment it is 10 after 7 in the central time which means we are about an hour and 30ish minutes away from puck drop for the Minnesota Wild as we uh we I'm are dancing, hashtag, hashtag #committed is the <laughs> wild's hashtag for uh for this the, it's committed but they use 17 in there somewhere to like so that's how many you got to win that many games or whatever. I don't know. Or that's or the Or it's 2017. Something. Anyway. Yeah, that must be what it is. <laughs> Cuz you only have to win 16, I think. <laughs> Maybe we just have to win one extra to make it harder on ourselves. Maybe. So let's talk about uh Stanley Cup playoffs here. Whoop whoop. We of course on this fine podcast our supporters of the Minnesota Wild. Dang right. Those of you that may not know, um, their first round opponent is the third place finisher in the Central Division, uh, the St. Louis Blues. And as it turns out, <laughs> once you know who won the pony, our coach last year was a little fella named Mike Yo. And Mike had a good run with our boys. Got us back, helped us get back in the playoffs. I love Mike Yo. I am a very big Mike Yo fan. Me too. I was excited to hear that he got a new job right away as um, the associate head coach, like the coach in waiting in St. Louis. Supposed to take over next year as the coach. St. Louis doesn't have a great season. Halfway through the season, we're going to make a change. Ken Hitchcock is out as the coach. Mike Yo is then elevated to head coach. They go on a 28-5 and five run to finish the season. Which feels vaguely familiar because it seems like we kind of the did kind that. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Except they only waited, St. Louis only waited five games in a row to fire their coach where we went after Nikki wore those goddamn socks in St. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> After Blair, after Blair Wall shanked that kick and destroyed every everyone in and his path, I really am responsible for destroying Blair Walsh's career yeah, as well, exactly. really, because he hasn't been the same since. You know what's funny is Blair Walsh is now a Seattle Seahawk. Is he? Yeah, he got, I hadn't he heard. Got signed by the Seahawks because we didn't want to. They didn't want to pay Stephen Hauschka all the money that Buffalo ended up paying. I really hope that a fresh start will do well for him. Cause I think it will. I think he's a good guy. Like I feel bad that he just so, lost his confidence. The basically the most Minnesota thing that could ever happen would be. For Mike Yo to come back with a new team, and after Minnesota Wild, score, don't even put it out there into the universe. Everyone else has already put it out there. I'm not. It's, I'm not adding something new. Okay. Minnesota has most points ever in a season, 106 most wins ever. For Minnesota, right? Not just NHL not in wide. NHL hit. No, no, yeah, no. They weren't even like we didn't even win our division, so that would be right. impossible. Right. Um. Come on. Come on, great hockey mind over there. I'm not a great hockey mind. I just like hockey. No, okay. So here we are. It's time. This is what we've all been waiting it's for. It's time. What's weird is that for the last few years, it's been a scrape and claw just to get to the playoffs. Yeah. And we've basically known for like the last two months that we would be in the playoffs. It's been nice. Nice change. But I think that also could be some of the cause of the uh, little March swoon that we had is yeah. that sure they could have won the central and they really should have pushed for that. Cause then that guarantees them, you know, the, um, seriously <laughs> fucking cats. Um, that, that guarantees them that, uh, 
they have home ice advantage throughout uh, throughout the Western Conference. But uh, they weren't that. I mean, that was basically all they had to play uh, play for. Chicago went on a run as they are one to do, and were able to take the Central Division for like the millionth year in a row. Yeah. So here we are, and there's a lot of people that are in on St. Louis coming out and and winning this game. Um, and they're dumb. I am not particularly impressed with the run that. Uh, St. Louis went on. If you look at their schedule for those games, not a ton of impressive wins on that schedule. It's a lot of Arizona and a lot of um, uh, Dallas, and you know they just they only played five. They only played five games in that run against playoff teams. Hmm. So. Say what you will. However, when a team that has struggled starts playing well, they get that confidence. And so it doesn't necessarily matter who they play against. That confidence builds in you and you expect things to start going well for you. Here's what I know, though, as well from seeing our own Minnesota Wild have to do a run like that to make it into the playoffs. Is That is an exhausting effort to get into the playoffs when you have to do it the way they did it. And so when you get, when you get there, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have enough left to really do have any kind of impact in. And I mean, I think that this first series it's, it's probably unfortunate that we're playing them in this, in the first round. If there is anything unfortunate about it, because this is when they're going to be their freshest and when they still have stuff. I would say, I don't believe that they're going to beat us, but if they did, I would imagine that they will not do well in the second round if they yeah. make it that far. So let's, uh, let's go through here. And you know, we, we both did so well in the NCAA tournament. I feel like I challenge. know a little bit more about this right. though. I, I would hope so. <laughs> um, well, let's go through and pick the games. Okay. Uh, the pick the series, I should say. So, um, we'll, uh, we'll go back to, uh, our home base in the central pod here in a minute. Let's start out in the east. Um, we have uh, the – so here's the thing about the if – you, if you don't particularly follow the NHL, um, eight teams make the playoffs, but they do it weird. They, you basically play off in your own division, which I really wish they would go back away from. Just see them one through eight, one plays eight, and, and go from there. Um, but so Montreal and the New York Rangers dedicated jog pod listener, Kylie is a big Rangers, a Rangers fan, fan, right? Yeah. Wants to, in fact, posted a question. She wants to know how much are they going to disappoint her? Uh, I think they're, she's going to end up pretty disappointed because I don't think they're getting out of this one. Um, Montreal, uh, I, I, I see Montreal probably in the Eastern Conference Final. I mean, they were the best team in hockey for a, at one point this yeah. year. Yep. I think, I mean, I don't think that the, the series is going to go more than five or six games. So, I, uh, sorry, Kylie, <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be good for you. Not no, for, not I mean, they may not boys. get swept. I think they might win one. I see Montreal. And I could see them winning two I, even. I see Montreal in six. Yeah. That's, that's what I have there. Uh, the next matchup is, is the Ottawa Senators. Uh, against the Boston Bruins. Which I don't really know much a, about either of those teams. I have teams. a feeling this is probably going to be the crappiest series of uh, of this of this uh, first round here. I'm going to go contrarian. I'm going to go with Boston here. Um, I'm going to say Boston wins in seven. Just a guess. Is Bo- Boston is the favorite? No, no, Ottawa's the I favorite. I mean, that's what I meant. Ottawa's the favorite. Yeah. I don't, my gut was to say Boston as well. <clears throat> I don't... I honestly know very little about those teams, so I'll do this. I'll go opposite you. I'm going to go Ottawa, but I'm going to say seven games as well. All right. Best team in hockey this year, basically for the last two, three quarters of the season, the Washington Capitals against the returning to the playoffs with a super young team just squeaking in with the eighth spot, the second wild card, the Toronto Maple Leafs. So, um, it's going to be nice for those young kids to get some playoff experience. <laughs> Alex Ovechkin and Nicholas Backstrom about to blow your nose off. Yeah. 
And uh, don't forget about Oshi. Yeah, TJ Oshi. Kevin Shattenkirk now plays uh, in Washington after being yeah. traded uh, midseason. Braden Holtby gave up the fewest goals in all of the NHL this season. Yeah, they're real good. Uh, they're going to be tough. Capitals are going to roll in this one. For sure. Maybe the Maple Leafs get a game. Um, I think maybe they win. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Maple Leafs win their first home game. So game three, I'm gonna say they get that one. Um, but uh, I'm gonna say Capitals in five. I think the same. Caps in five. Probably one of this. This matchup has the potential to probably be the best hockey matchup. Um, they're the two and three biggest point earners this season, and they have to play each other in the first round. That's Pittsburgh Penguins and the Columbus Blue Jackets. This is where this this is where That's this the way that they have the structure of the playoffs is stupid. Yeah, that, that sucks cuz they shouldn't really they really no, shouldn't be playing each no, other in the first they, round. No, they should play each other maybe in the in the con- they they shouldn't have to play each other until the second or the third round. Yeah. Um, but it's the way it is and it's the way it's structured. Um Pittsburgh versus Columbus. Obviously Columbus had that really great uh winning streak. They started off slow in the first few games. Uh, and then ripped off, what did they get to, 16, 16 straight wins or something like that? Um, yeah, because we tried to, did we break Did we break New the streak? Year's, nope. New Year's Eve, we, we played tried. them. We were on a 14-game streak, and they yeah. were on six, something like that. I don't even remember. Um, but uh, they ended up finishing third uh, in that. Now, I will say, that uh, Metropolitan, no, they play in this. Southeast of it. I can't remember the damn names for these. I don't remember either. The Atlantic. Is it the Atlantic or the Metropolitan? Anyway. Um, so they end up finishing third. Pittsburgh is second. I think it's going to be a really great hockey series. I can't ever really bet against Sidney Crosby yeah. and Evgeny Malkin. Um, at, at least in this round. I'm going to go with, with what I know. Uh, I'm going to go Pittsburgh. Yeah, I agree. I I can't imagine that Pittsburgh doesn't come out of that series. Like, just with the sheer talent and the sh- and the experience that they have, like, like I can't imagine that they don't find a way to win those games. Like, that's something that they're just really good at doing is finding a way to win when they have to. And those guys find ways to put the puck in the net. Like, it's crazy what they can do when they when they can really be focused. So. I think it's going to take them a few games. I think each game is going to be super close, though. Like, I feel like it's going to be. I don't. I would be shocked if there's a blowout in any of the games. And I would guess. I mean, it could. It could go for. It could be a four-game series where one team just happens to. To ease out, like I wouldn't be surprised if there's OT in several of yep. the games. Like, I think it's going to be very tight. If you told me, if you told me any scenario, of a sweep. To a hard fought seven game. It could be it any. Could, I would be. I, would I wouldn't be surprised. Any of those scenarios. I know that's going to be. A t- that's a tough series. So let's swing on down to the Pacific Pod. We have the Edmonton Oilers back in the playoffs. I'm happy for, for them. the first time in a million years. They got Connor McDavid, hundred point score. He's like 19 years old. Kids, filthy, ridiculous. Like, he, if you. I don't care if you don't care about hockey. Go watch some Connor McDavid highlights. It's ridiculous. And just appreciate how talented someone can be at anything. He is a stud. Yeah. The rest of their team hasn't always been great, but they've started to find ways to win. Um, traded away uh, two people, two former number one overall draft picks. Taylor Hall went to New Jersey. Uh, Neil Yakupov. Uh, ended up getting traded to St. Louis. I don't even think he plays in St. Louis anymore. Um, San Jose uh, is their opponent. San Jose finished third in the Pacific. The Pacific was super tight all the way up to the last mm-hmm. week of the season. Um, Anaheim, Edmonton, and San Jose, any of those teams had a shot at winning that thing um, You know, two weeks ago. Saint- San Jose got snake bit um, with some injuries. Uh, Logan Couture took a puck to the face. Uh, Joe Thornton. I'm, I've heard he's a game-time decision. I don't know how he is standing after the way I saw his knee bend a couple weeks ago. Uh, but Edmonton and San Jose, I'm going to go Edmonton. The uh, the return of the oil 
uh, in the playoffs is, is going to be something special. Yeah, I think they're going to make it through the first round. I don't think they're going to make it through the second round, but I, um, I think that they're going to make – I think Edmonton's going to win, but I think, it, I think it's going to be a six- or seven-game series. And then uh, the other matchup in the Pacific is the Anaheim Ducks versus the Calgary Flames. Mm. One thing that, uh, that I haven't mentioned uh, in the last few years, everyone thinks of hockey as the Canadian game and, and all of these things. Canadian teams have not um, not been making the playoffs with regularity. Uh, in fact, I can't remember if it was last year or two years ago. Not a single Canadian team was in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, this year, everybody but Vancouver. Coincidentally, Vancouver's coach got fired the other day because they didn't make it. Um, but here we have Anaheim, who ended up winning the Pacific Division against the number one wild card, Calgary. Um, I'm going upset here. I really like this Calgary team. Um, Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goudreau is a stud. Um, I they've been playing some really good hockey, and I never trust Anaheim to win anything. Hmm. I am going Calgary Flames to win in six games. Interesting. I think I'm going the other way. I'm going Anaheim in five or six games. And also, I never will ever cheer for a team that has Ryan Getzloff on it because I hate Ryan Getzloff, <laughs> and I also hate Corey Perry. <laughs> I basically hate everyone that plays for Anaheim, except Clayton Stoner. Oh, Clayton. So then he was that a brings us player. to the Central Pod. Um, Chicago Blackhawks, I mean, what can you say? They're basically the best team always, forever. They've proven. They've, there's been some holes in the... Some holes in the armor. What's they, in the armor? They, What's they, the word? I'm they struggled. For? They struggled at, at times earlier in the season, but I mean, Corey Crawford's just a freaking beast. Like, yeah. I hate that guy. He's so good. It sucks. They're gonna take on Nashville. Uh, I can't tell you how much I'm hoping that Nashville can make this happen. I think Nashville is certainly a team that's built uh, to take on Chicago and can take them out. Um, I will say the last two times the Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup. They played Nashville in the first round and beat Nashville in the first round. Um, So, you know, say what you will. I'm going with my heart in this one and what I hope to happen. Nashville Predators defeat the Chicago Blackhawks in a hard-fought seven-game series. So I'm torn on this because I don't know that I want Nashville to be the winner of that series. I think Nashville is really good. And so, like... They finished eighth. They can't be that good. But I think they're better than what they showed. Mm. So, like, I'm, I think that when that team gets into playoff mode, they are a scary team. So, and not that Chicago isn't, because Chicago's always scary, but I, I don't know. Like, so I think oh, I'm real torn on it. I think Chicago's going to win that series. How many games? I think it's going to be seven game series. Seven game series with the Blackhawks winning, and I think it's going to be close. Like I think each game is going to be really. Mm, there might be there might be a blowout game, here or there. And then that brings us to the matchup that we care most about. Indeed, I'm interested to see what you think is going to happen. I think I think that we both are going to. I'm going to guess that we both agree on what who's going to win and how many games. But I want to hear what you have to say. Hmm, interesting. So obviously I think the Minnesota Wild are going to win because I'll I'll just show my cards now. I think that they are in the Stanley Cup final this year. Yeah, that's so, what I like. And and I feel like, like I'm not Nipples be- got a little hard there. <laughs> I'm not being a delusional Minnesota fan. Like I think they're legitimately good enough and if they play the way that they are capable of, they are absolutely a cup team. I don't see I don't see anybody being able to beat them in a seven game series. They Jason, can beat them in a game. Jason they can't Pominville beat them over seven. Is playing on the fourth line. Yeah. If you can put J if you have enough people in your on your starting lineups that you can put Jason Pominville, who has had a good season. Yeah. He's not been, a great season. But he's been better than he has been in the last but couple seasons. Up until the all star break, he was flying and wasn't he, he like a like, star of the week? Yeah, or, like yeah. a star of the month or something. Yeah. He was he was killing it. Um, Jason Pomville playing fourth line wing. Yeah. Um, so I mean the depth is there. It's, and like it's White and Hansel are coming on now. Like they've really seemed to have really White. White probably well, won't White, even play. Yeah. But well, Martin Hansel. Yeah. We don't need him. Yeah. Martin Hansel. But Martin Hansel is. If you look strictly at the numbers, 
may not think that it's been the greatest trade ever, but he has given Miko Koivu someone else that he can rely on. Yeah. Miko Koivu doesn't have to be the one that wins every faceoff. He now has Eric Stahl and he has Martin Hansel. All three of those guys you can put in that circle if they need to win a faceoff. All three of them you can be confident in that they're going to have just as good a shot uh, or a better shot than than just about anyone else. Yeah. Um, this is all going to come down to one thing. Is Devin Dubnik going to be the Devin Dubnik of the first three quarters of the season? Or is Devin Dubnik going to be the goalie that we saw the last seven weeks? So I got to wonder if something's going on with Dubs. Like if there's either like something in his personal life that's been distracting or if he's dealing with some sort of – if he's been dealing with some sort of injury that they're not disclosing. Just because the way he's seen the puck, like in those games where he plays real bad, like he the puck is past him. He's not even seeing it. And – when he and he's way back in the net, like I'm not breaking ground here to say that, like lots of analysts have said this about him. Like when he gets, when he's playing well, he's up at the top of the, like he's up at the top of the crease. He's attacking, he's attacking, he's attacking the, 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 the shot. Yeah. He is exactly. going, he is feeling, he's the, trying to get out there, get in front of it, cut off he's angles. Cut, exactly. And he wasn't, he, there was a lot of times when he wasn't doing that. He was, his back was touching the freaking net. Like yeah. he was so far back in there. And so like, it just felt like he had lost confidence somewhere or something. He went through a little crisis. Yep. And so like, I trust Bruce Boudreaux to have recognized that something was going on there. Plus, I don't know who our goalie coach is or whatever, but I've got to think Bob that Mason. I got to think that those guys have seen the deficiencies and seen the things that are causing him problems and have done whatever it is they need to do to get yep. him in shape to play tonight. And so like, I, I just, I can't believe, I mean, unless something's really wrong with him or it's something, you know, like unless something's really wrong, I can't believe that he comes into the playoffs and doesn't find his form. I agree. I think Devin Dubnik will rise to the occasion. Um, I think he played better the last few games. Mm-hmm. Um, as did the team. And and I that's think, part of it too, is yeah. like he had so much pressure on him because we weren't scoring goals. Yep. And so like he couldn't make a mistake and that can be paralyzing. And he's risen to the occasion on that. Like when he first came, uh, what was that, a year and a half ago or whatever? Because he came mid-season. Two, two and a half years Two ago. and a half years ago. Like when he came in that season, I mean, we were dog shit. And he came in and like single-handedly lifted the play of that team. He just like became their their leader and became like they just charged after him into into the games. And and so like I think whatever has changed in him or he just something wasn't I mean obviously overall something wasn't flowing right with the team. Like the team as a whole wasn't playing well and before where they could have relied on on Dubes to maybe only let in a goal or something like that. He was letting in four or five yep. goals and they couldn't score. And here's the thing. People are worried about the the March swoon and that's fine. They played, they had to play the craziest schedule. They played 20 games in 35 days. Absolutely unheard of. And it's ridiculous that they had to do it. They weren't getting practice time. They didn't have opportunities to really go on the ice and tweak things. Right. So they couldn't so even fix it. Correct. So, now they've had chances to practice um, and a chance to reset and get some people healthy. And they scored the most goals of anyone in the league. That's over That's over an 82-game schedule. That's not a fluke. Right. They scored more four and f- – they had more games of scoring four and five goals than any other team this year. That's not a fluke. Right. So, having said that, I'm going to say Minnesota Wild in six games. Six games. What did I say? I didn't. I don't think you did. I knew you said Minnesota was going to win. I don't think uh, you gave me a prediction on the games. So it's against St. Louis. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to say we're going to win in five. Five games. We close it out on home ice game five. Like that. Love it. So we'll give it a couple weeks, and we'll see where we're at after these series concludes, and we'll come back and we'll talk about it when we get to round two of the playoffs. We'll either be this podcast will be either very very happy or very very sad. <laughs> like what makes me sad for St. Louis is that like 
mean, they had how many years? There's really they got, nothing is going to make me sad for saying. No, I mean, I, I, I mean, I for sure. Them. I mean, I, I want us to win, but like, I felt so I, I couldn't help but feel bad for them, just because they were kind of in the same situation as us, where we couldn't get past Chicago and St. Louis couldn't get past the first round in the playoffs. Like whoever they met in that first round, which was us a couple of times, and I think they met Chicago maybe one time. Like they couldn't get past that first Other round. Way around. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, or Nashville. They only play, we only played them once. Because we played Colorado. Oh, yeah, that's right. But still, like, couldn't help but feel bad for, like, because they've, they've been a good team. They've been yep. a solid team for a long time. And, like, for whatever reason, they just, they came up against a team who was just ridiculously good on that first round and couldn't make it past them. So that's our Stanley Cup playoffs first round preview. Woo-woo. Once again, I have Montreal and Boston. Nikki has Montreal and Ottawa. And uh, we both had Washington. Do we both have Pittsburgh? Or did you say Columbus? I don't remember. I said Pittsburgh. Uh, both Pittsburgh. Uh, both said Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Uh, you went Anaheim. I went Calgary. Mm-hmm. I went uh, Nashville. You went Chicago. And we both are on board for our Minnesota Wild. So playoff hockey is underway. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, I get, we want to wrap this shit up pretty soon, so we'll go watch some hockey before uh, <laughs> our game starts. But uh, we did uh, ask for some Twitter questions. I'd like to always include Facebook our, questions, you mean? What did I say? Twitter. Twitter. <sighs> Sorry. Facebook. I love Twitter much more, but none of you will talk to me on Twitter. So <laughs> of all my real friends on Twitter. I don't even have Twitter on my phone anymore. I'd, I'd never even put the app on when we got our new phones. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, Rod uh, drags us back over into some fun territory. <laughs> What's the over-under that we're in World War Three by the end of the year? I mean... Um, I'm going to say over-under. I mean, that doesn't really... You can't really say over-under. Right. Um, What's the likelihood? I mean, is Trump still president by the end of the year? Then it's probably a, a bigger, better likelihood than um, if he's not. But I don't know. That's... the. It, in terms of healthcare and everything domestically scares me way less than the fact that he could say something stupid and uh, old uh, Kim John could uh, start Kim Bob, Jim Bob <laughs> could start firing some missiles. Although they can't seem to get him off of, uh, they can't seem to get him out of their, uh, their uh, airspace. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, we talked about that one. We uh, already uh, ruined Kylie's day by telling Sorry, Kylie. Uh, um, how the Rangers are going to just... Your favorite TV series right now? Um, That's a good question. It's an easy question. Your favorite series right now is Game of Thrones. Well, but it's not on right now. No, well, um, it's, act, it's an active... TV yeah, series. I mean, probably overall, like... But... No, I'm I'm gonna go with just the shows that we are watching right now. So like the stuff that we DVR every week and whatever. So I think the Americans is kicking some ass again this year. Like I I wish more people were watching that show. Like I think that show is so good. I'm glad that they got another season. I I think that show is awesome. Um, on the other side, I think that Girls, it, which they have their last episode. Can I just tell you that Lena Dunham annoyed me too and. And she did for probably the first season of watching it, but there was enough other stuff that was funny that kept me watching. She has won me over. Like I still think in real life I'd want to punch her in the throat, but like I, this this final season has been really good, and they have their final episode next week. So I would say um, Americans and Girls are my two favorite shows right now. Uh, I will concur. The Americans is is one of my favorite shows. It, it might be one of my favorite shows that's that's ever actually been on television. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly. It's certainly in the running for like top ten. Um, I love the Flash. Um, some people haven't thought that this season's been that great. I know that you dipped out um, week to week. It it's a sh- it has everything that I love. It has comic book. Has a little bit of drama. There's you know I I roll tears almost every single week when I watch that show because something touches me in the feels and I love it. I love what they do in the Berlanti verse with all of those comic book shows. Um, I'm way behind on Supergirl. I need to catch up. Um, I didn't watch um, Legends uh, this season, but it just they just put the whole season two up on Netflix. I just saw that, so I will uh, I will binge that. Um, Arrow, uh, God damn it! 
I, I want to love Arrow. This season has not been awesome. Um, but uh, I love all those Stephen DC. Stephen Amell is very good looking. Stephen, did you see they're doing like some celebrity American Ninja Warrior thing? And uh, Stephen Amell is going to be on America. Oh, really? Yeah. So hmm. I would imagine. I will watch that I for mean, sure. Salmon Ladder. <laughs> um, he has amazing arms. It's ridiculous. He's a good looking fella. Um, beyond comic book shows and the Americans. Um, I mean, John Oliver's in there for sure. Like, You know what? I really like Crashing. I thought Crashing oh, was yeah. hilarious. Crashing was um, really good. I mean, I for the most part have basically gotten the what I what's on the DVR down to just what I actually want to watch. Yeah. Um so it's, you know. And I'm I've been binge watching uh I've been going back through Mad Men. I'm almost through the end of the series and man, that show's good. Like I'd like to thank you for co-opting my return to Mad Men and then just starting to watch Well, I started with Breaking Bad and you never finished and so then I went I took over for it, man. Sorry. Snoozy um, lose. Heather, Heather Grace, Heather uh, Balgard, Wessel, whatever, her, <laughs> however we're going to say her name. Esquire. Uh, Isn't it favorite, Esquire when you're a lawyer? My favorite lawyer in the world, Heather. Do you like the Fast and Furious movies? Is no. question one. And what are your Fast 8 predictions? Now, this is unfair because you already know what happens, Heather, because you and your wonderful husband, who, by the way, if you guys are listening, Dan, I'm very sorry for the loss of your grandfather. Um, so our condolences to you and your family. Um, you saw the movie last night, so you already know. Um, do I like the Fast and Furious movies? I do like them. I'm not, I'm not crazy about them. I think I'm one of like 10% of dudes that don't get all boned up when they think about <laughs> fast and furious. I think part of it is I'm not a huge car guy. I love my charger, but like, I'm not a huge, like I don't know shit about cars like yeah. that. So I don't have that part of it. Um, I appreciate the movies. I don't make fun of them. I'm not like, Oh, you like fast and furious. You're dark. Um, were you just I've, making fun of me? No. Okay. Why did that sound like you? No, but <laughs> It's possible that the last time I was on the podcast, I may have railed at someone um, who might be our friend Dana, oh. who uh, who likes well, you, Fast and Furious. You said a lot of mean shit about Dana on the last podcast. I don't, do you still not like him? I mean, whatever. I'm <laughs> just indifferent, huh? I'm yeah, I mean, I've got I've got a life to live. Like, I don't have time to waste on that. So, oh, well, that's gonna make things fun. Um, uh, but I mean, I'll enjoy them. I'm, I'm actually excited to see this one. Cause I have a feeling that this one is just batshit crazier than all the rest. Um, you know, they're driving Ferraris on ice and I mean, Dwayne's Dwayne's in it. I, I'm basically all in on anything that Dwayne's in. So if we um, could do a thing where you just cut up the movie and there's just the rock just parts. Dwayne. Yep. I would watch that. Yeah. I mean, I think you're going to want to go to the Baywatch movie. Just to see Dwayne run around. Maybe. Um, but uh, I am excited uh, that I am, I'm going to get a chance to see uh, the Fast movie. I'm going to go see it on Monday. I think I'm going to double feature and uh, catch up on uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie as well. You know, really get uh, my Sausage Fest flicks out of the way. I'm, I'm real bummed that, I'm going to miss that, out uh, on that. Nikki will have no uh, interest. Um, Serena asked uh, what uh, our Stanley Cup predictions are. We've talked about the first round. Nikki's already uh, said who she thinks is going to win the whole thing. Um, well, I said they were going to be in the final. Oh, you said in the final? My heart wants to say that they're going to win the whole thing, but I think that's too much of a toss-up. I feel like they, they, will, be in the, they will be in the final round. I, I, I don't with know. With the Capitals. I, I don't know. Um, I'm not letting myself think about anything but St. Louis in the first round. Like That's all I'm thinking about right now uh, beyond that. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, so let's see which one, where are we at here? How much time have we got? Uh, we are at 58 minutes. Okay. So both of you tell something most people wouldn't know about you. This comes from our great friend, Nate. Wasn't it about the other one? Like I tell something both that most people wouldn't know about you. Most people wouldn't know about the other. Well, I mean, I get. I mean, okay. That's hard. That's harder. Yeah. Just tell something that most people wouldn't know about. I already know what mine is. So you do yours first, then, because I have to think. Most so. people would not probably think that I enjoyed listening to uh, Broadway musical music. 
I love to listen to Hamilton. That soundtrack gives me I, not a lot of them. Like I don't have like a whole huge playlist. Like, but there's a few songs from Les Mis that I enjoy. Um, Dream Girls. Dream Girls. Which, by the um, way, was just here not that long ago. Yep. I talked about. I thought about. And then about. what was the one that I just bought? Um, uh, La La Land. Yeah. I like to listen to that kind. Of, I mean. You know, it's not my favorite thing to listen to, but I do really enjoy that Hamilton music, that Hamilton soundtrack I listen to on repeat for like two weeks straight. Um, So I think a lot of people wouldn't think that I would enjoy that sort of thing. No, and no, it's funny. So tell everybody what you bought at the same time that you bought La La Land. Oh, the soundtrack to La La Land. It was the greatest. I posted it on Facebook. Oh, did you? Okay. So if you didn't see the post, one purchase, I purchased wwe entrance music songs of glorious bobby Roode's glorious <laughs> finn balor aj styles and shinsuke nakamura and then i bought the la la land soundtrack so because the la la the la la land soundtrack was on sale for 7.99 i couldn't pass mm-hmm. it up just because i wouldn't soundtrack listen too. to city of stars for city repeat of stars, so that's mine are you shining bright for me um Something that most, I always have one for this and I can't think of anything. What's something that most people don't know about me, Jones? Mm. I feel like they, well, I would say I'm that the queen of douche, TMI. But, um, everyone knows that already. <laughs> I feel like people know way too much information about me. Um, you don't ever really hold back about no, things. No, not so much. Um, um, something people might not know about you because everyone thinks that you're so musical. You haven't played your guitar in like two years. Yeah, that's true. That can be it, I guess. <laughs> um, I did dig it out from the back of the closet, so I've made hey, progr- look progress that. in that. Um, uh, I, I mean, seriously, that's not a hard question, but I can't think of anything right now. Well, that is just a fail of all fails. It is a fail. Sorry, Nate. Final I'll think question. more. If you had... Can you please? Can I have a minute, please, Buster Man? <laughs> We're almost done, pal. If you both had a week off right now and an unlimited budget for a trip, where would you go? We will never Only have the a same. Week? We will never have the same answer for this because your idea of a vacation and my idea of a vacation are very different. It's only a week, huh? Only a week. So that leaves mm. going to the moon out, I guess. Um, well, it's on my top, it's on the top of my list right now. So I would say this, I, I want to go to Scotland. Yeah. Yep. If I could go, if I had an unlimited budget, first thing I would do is I sure as hell wouldn't fly commercial, especially now, Dang that, right. especially now that United, especially now that United, United is calling cops to drag people out. Um, I, I definitely would charter some sort of private, uh, transportation. Um, good call. God, where would I go? I would want to go to somewhere where there would be no other people. I want to go to like my own private island. Interesting. I want someone to... What I want is to have someone tell me, here's the amount of money you have to pay for us to load everything onto this plane that you would need for the week. Food, supplies, everything that you would need. And we're going to fly you to this beach. Like, it's going to be a a beautiful house, bright blue ocean. You can do that, actually, if you have enough money. That's what I'm saying. That's what I want. Someone tell me the number because I have an unlimited budget. And then I'm going to fly to that place. And I'll be there for a week. And everyone can just leave me alone. Um, If it's during right now, I'm going to need a setup where I can somewhat watch my hockey games. (laughs) Because <laughs> um, you don't would be want to be completely isolated from the wanna, world. Well, because I would imagine I would be on the other side of the world, so most of those the games will probably be on at like you know eight o'clock in the morning. So I watch hockey games, and then although that might be a bad idea, because if I watch a hockey game at eight o'clock in the morning and we lose, my whole day is going to be ruined. Hmm. I don't know. Where's your positivities, Jones? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, I want to go somewhere where. I don't have to deal with any of you motherfuckers. Speaking of trips, do you know what today is? Today is April 11th, right? Yes, but you know what we were doing like, what, five or six years ago? Five we just years got ago. back from Vegas. We had just gotten back from our first trip to Vegas. 
<laughs> Let's not talk about why we won't we were talk there. about why we were there. Because the, <clears throat> I think that might make someone who's listening very sad. But it was a very fun trip. Actually, we had a, a great fun time. Trip. Wasn't we got to see um, our friends? Well, did you get to see them? I don't think you actually got to see Dustin. Dustin and I didn't Lester see them that time because you went and did the food truck thing. Yeah, I did not go to that. <clears throat> I saw them when we went the next couple, time. Yeah, a couple, couple few years, later, two we, years ago, three years. We ago. did the sushi thing. Shushi. Shushi. All right. Well, we uh, are going to be at Puck Drop in about an hour from now. Go wild. It's finally here. You can finally stop thinking about the regular season. And in the, this is about to be the best two months ever. Cause That's right. going to make it happen. Positivity. All That's right. right. Um, we're going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the podcast. If you hated the political talk, I'm sorry. It wasn't that bad. It was like 17 minutes. And... We didn't really say anything that was worth a damn. And we're not trying to change people's <laughs> minds anyway. Just uh, have fun. Be good to each other. That be, was a Brian Jones right nice. there. Just go out and be nice to someone. Go hug a motherfucker. At the end Just of every like, conversation, D- Dustin's dad, Brian, says, take care of each other. Be good to each other. That's right. It's all something we should work on. That's right. Let's all strive to be better. You know, Quit yelling at people on Facebook and Twitter. Leave that to me. <laughs> all right we're gonna wrap it up we'll be back um i don't know we'll see how the playoffs go i might have some things to say i might not <laughs> we'll go from there but next week uh dana wessel will be on the program probably tuesday wednesday we'll do uh another show with him have him back on maybe not do a cocktail hour this time i think maybe i'd like to just uh do a little interview maybe with him ask him about uh how he got into radio, those sorts of things. I think that would be fun. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about Fast 8 and a lot of other fun stuff. Um, so thank you very much for listening to this episode of Just Another Why Guys podcast. Um, we continue to have great numbers, and I can't thank you enough for uh, taking the time to listen to this show. Um, thank you very much for joining me. Nicole, so great to see you. Nicole. Nicole. I don't know. I'm being weird. I'm, okay. is, I'm, I'm losing it. <laughs> Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for thanks for being the pinch hitter. I don't have anything to plug, unfortunately, but <laughs> are you being gross again? Nope. Okay. Nope. 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 Okay. That's uh, that's it, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. This is just another Why Guys podcast. I'm Dustin Jones. This is more important than ever. Protect that fucking five hole, doobie. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys later. It's just me against the world.